Hey everybody, how are you doing today? Um, it's Saturday. Um, it's almost August. Um, I'm sitting outside on my deck in a swimsuit. Um, because I wanted to get some sun, because I don't get a lot of sun. Um, so yeah, I just, I figured I could tell you what's up from my back deck. Um, it's really sunny. <laughs> really, really sunny. And I just, I work overnight, so I'm not used to being, the, being in the sun a lot anymore. Um, by the way, this is Repros for Iowa. This is Micah Doolin. My pronouns are they or them. Um, so yeah, we had our benefit concert last night at Wildwood. And it went really well. Um, all of the the bands and the musicians did an amazing job. Um, thank you to everybody that came out to support um, the the cause. It was really great to see the the few people that did show up. Um, yeah, it could have had a better turnout, but either way, um, we were able to raise some money for the Jane Collective. So. Um, I am going to be making a Venmo payment to them, um, and supporting abortion access, um, because that's how I do. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say. Um, I did talk about last time about how I might not go back to school. Um, I decided that I am going to go back to school because, um, I, I really want to, pursue higher education, um, and I think I would be good at what I want to go back to school for, so I'm going to do it and hope for the best, um, and it's, and it's Kirkwood, and there's nothing wrong with Kirkwood, but, I mean, it's Kirkwood, so I think it should be okay, um, yeah, um, and then I applied to be on the, the board of the Emma Goldman Clinic, to be on the board of directors, and they're, taking a look at my application, so hopefully um, I can do that and start being more involved within instead of just kind of working on the sidelines. Um, I can directly be involved with them because um, I love Emma Goldman uh, so much. They've helped me out a ton with all of my abortions. Um, and that's kind of what the podcast is going to be about today. Um, so the Emma Goldman Clinic did have a, a summer benefit a couple of weeks ago, and they asked me to table, and, you know, I don't really have, like, merchandise or anything, and I was thinking of what can I, can I do for all these events that I've been asked to table at, and I've asked, and I decided that, you know, I can just ask people to do a quick little one-minute interview with me and ask people about how reproductive justice is important to them or how Emma Goldman Clinic has impacted their lives. And so that's what you're going to hear today um, on this episode of Repros for Iowa. You're just going to hear from a bunch of different people um, about talking about what the Emma Goldman Clinic has done in their life or what reproductive freedom means to them. Um, And so I really appreciate people being willing to talk to me, especially kind of, you know, being approached, um, 
you know, at a, a thing. People usually aren't really into that, but um, I thought it was a good way to get people involved uh, with me and my work. Um, and yeah, it's great. Um, I, uh, I don't, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you have heard my uh, abortion story, um, before. Um, but I just want to say that the Emma Goldman Clinic has, you know, directly impacted my life because I've had my three abortions there. Um, and they've done a lot of great work. I know for other people, they do a lot of great work. Um, and I just, yeah, I just want to be supportive of them. Um, um, I think that they're trying to raise around $5 million by next year. So, uh, yeah, if you have some extra money to throw their way, definitely do on that. You know, even a $5 a month or something can really make a difference. That's what I'm doing. I'm just like, I set up a payment plan of like $10 a month. Um, cause I figured that's something I can do. Um, because yeah, they've saved my life, um, many a times. Um, like I say, I don't know what, where my life would be if I had had my three pregnancies or any one of my pregnancies. Um, I don't know, you know, I, I think about it sometimes and I just, I don't know. Maybe things would have worked out. Maybe they wouldn't have, who knows? Um, but I do know that I, you know, I've talked openly about my mental health issues and I know that that can, having a kid and having what I have, it, it can, it can be a lot. So, um, you know, reproductive freedom, um, and reproductive justice is very much a mental health issue and, um, I'm very thankful that I had access to all three of my abortions, um, and yeah, I, uh, I don't know what else is happening, <laughs> um, I mean, I guess I can talk about my abortion story a little bit for those people that don't know, um, I had my abortions when I was 19 years old, um, uh, back in 2010, 2009, I think or 2009, I can't remember the year exactly, but I was like 19 or 20, and it was in the winter, I remember it being pretty cold, um, but I, uh, yeah, I found out I was pregnant, um, I got mocked, and joked about, and by a lovely person, that's sarcasm, horrible person, um, and because I could have been pregnant with two different people, um, but I, and then the other person I could have been pregnant with, um, they wanted me to keep the, the, the pregnancy and carry it to term and move in with them, him and his family, and I just didn't want to do that, um, I was all, yeah, I just, I, I didn't know what to do, um, you know, up until then I was very, I was very pro-life, like, I was a hard Bible thumper all through high school, too. Um, so, yeah, I, I didn't know what to do, but I, I was able to turn to a friend, and she recommended me going to the Emma Goldman Clinic because she had been there. 
Um, so I set up an appointment and got blindsided by Bridgehaven because I had to get a pregnancy test from a clinic and I didn't know that Bridgehaven was a crisis pregnancy center. Um, and yeah, I, they like refused to send the test to Emma Goldman and they were trying to like guilt trip me and all this great, great stuff. Just lovely people over at Bridgehaven. Sarcasm again. Um, but I ended up, I think I ended up going to a different like OBGYN office and they were able to get that sent off to Emma Goldman and, um, I had to have, um, another friend give me a ride because I was living in Cedar Rapids at the time without a car, um, which was great. Um, I, I loved having to rely on people for rides to get health care. Um, yeah, that was pretty frustrating. Um, but he went with me and sat in the, um, and Emma Goldman with me in the waiting area, um, while they took me back, and, um, they were really nice. Emma Goldman was great. They made sure that this was what I wanted, and they talked me through everything, and, uh, yeah, everything went well. I, I had the medication abortion, um, so I was able to go home, and then, uh, about 24 hours later, I took the, the miso, uh, the, the second one, the misoprostol, um, and, yeah, I passed my pregnancy, and it wasn't too painful the first time, I just had mostly cramping and bleeding, um, and it, this is really funny, but, uh, Tyler, my partner, we knew each other from way back when, so he actually ended up coming over, um, and we watched movies that night together, so that's kind of, yeah, a fun tidbit about that um, abortion experience. Um, and I know this is really bad, but we didn't really know each other that well at the time. We were just kind of hanging out as friends. But I just like told him, like, hey, I'm not feeling very well. I have cramping and bleeding. But yeah, you can come over. Um, I didn't tell him I was having an abortion, but I, I really wanted somebody there to be with me. So, And he was a friend, and Tyler's a good guy so he came over and we just like watched Pirates of the Caribbean or something I think um but yeah Tyler me and Tyler my partner have known each other for a really long time we've only just been dating for like a couple of years five years or so but yeah we've known each other for like 10 years weirdly enough um but yeah everything went great um I was really happy with how things went um, but yeah, you can fast forward, uh, my story, my life story to, um, um, a couple of years later, I was having sex, unprotected sex with somebody, um, and I don't share this part of my story very often because it's not an abortion story, but, um, I found myself pregnant again, um, but I ended up having a miscarriage before I even needed an abortion, um, and that was when I was maybe 24 or 25. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't normally tell people that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I was probably only like three or four weeks along, but I had a miscarriage because I was severely underweight because I, I've had a really long struggle with an eating disorder for a really long time at that point. 
um, and my body just couldn't carry a pregnancy to term in that condition. Um, and then, so also, um, but my second abortion was probably in 2019 or 2020. I think it was early 2020, maybe. Oh gosh, I can't remember. Late 2019, early 2020, I think. I don't know. I just remember it being cold out again. And, um, I, uh, yeah, I mean, same, same thing. I, you know, I was with Tyler. Um, I had tried to take pills. I've tried to take the depot. The depot exacerbated mental health issues of mine. Um, I wasn't, so then I, when I went to try to take the pills, I wasn't able to remember to do that all the time. Um, so I ended up, yeah, pregnant. Um, we scheduled with Emma Goldman. Um, I think this was during COVID, the beginning of COVID. So he wasn't allowed to come in with me, which was kind of disappointed, disappointing. Um, cause I, you know, it's nice to have that support. Um, but everything went pretty well. I went to Emma Goldman. I got hassled by people, which is always fun. But um, other than that, I mean, the medication abortion went pretty well. I got violently sick. Like, I was throwing up everywhere, and I had a headache and cramping and a fever and chills. And it was a lot more stressful on my body as opposed to the first one that I had. But, um... I don't know. It only lasted for like a couple of hours and then I was able to like take a nap. But I remember like throwing up and like texting Tyler like, I am so sorry. I just threw up and I don't know if I can even stand up to clean it up because if I do, I might throw up again. Um, so I just remember just like falling asleep on the couch and then Tyler like literally had to clean up all my sickness everywhere. <laughs> Thank goodness for Tyler. Um, and yeah, he wasn't able to be there with me at home for that one um, because of work. But he was at home with me for the, the third one that we had together. Um, <laughs> yeah, he must be shooting a lot of sperm. His sperm just must love my eggs because, man, he has gotten me pregnant two times now. And um, it won't happen again for a while, but... Yeah, a couple of years later, I think it was last year, uh, it was only like a year later it happened again, and we tried to order abortion pills online through Plan C because we were worried about the cost of a clinic, um, and we kind of got sketched out by it after we ordered the pills. We're like, what happens if I'm farther along than we think I am, and like, we just didn't know, so we were freaking out, and we thought that I could get sent to jail. And all this stuff. And, like, that's not to, like, say that Plan C pills shouldn't, like, be used. It was just, like, I I had really weird periods because my body, like, was adjusting to, like, getting back to normal after recovering from an eating disorder. So, like, I, like, just didn't, wasn't bleeding right and I couldn't remember the date of my last period. So, like, we didn't know how far along I was. We thought I was like 12 weeks in all. <laughs> Actually, when I went to the clinic, I found out I was only like four weeks long. Um, so like I could have used the pills that I had at home uh, or that I had ordered, but we just didn't know and we wanted to be safe. So like we had to call for like 
um, aid, we had to call abortion, Iowa Abortion Access Fund, and um, I think my insurance did cover some of the abortion, surprisingly enough, which is kind of cool. Um, or maybe it didn't. Maybe it just covered the IUD. I can't, I can't remember if it co- covered some stuff or not. But either way, um, I went to Emma Goldman again because I was just worried about there's just too many things that could have gone wrong, and I just didn't want to do it at home um, or just, like, without supervision, you know, um, without an ultrasound um, to tell me how far along I was. So, uh, yeah, I had the medication abortion again, though, because I was only four weeks. Everybody was, they were kind of surprised because they're like, we thought you were farther along. I was just like, I thought I was, too, based on, like, the last time I, like, bled from a menstrual like from my menstrual cycle um so that was it was kind of shocking um but yeah Tyler drove me and then he drove me home um I'm pretty sure I had to deal with Jeannie one of the protesters at Emma Goldman which kind of sucked um but uh yeah I you know I had a bucket next to me the whole time because I had to throw up and we just sat around and watched TV. I had my cats um, with me, and yeah, everything went well. It just, it sucks. I mean, abortion, like, I feel like there's this narrative that abortion is, like, easy, or it's, like, something that people just was like, oh, I'm gonna go for an abortion today. I mean, and it should be like that. Like, abortion should be easy. It should be accessible. Like, and it should, it shouldn't matter the reasons why, you know, anybody needs an abortion. Uh, but it, 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 it's also not, not painful, you know, um, (laughs) it hurts, um, you can, you can vomit, you bleed, it's, it's not fun, like, (laughs) um, but yeah, uh, that, that's kind of my story, um, if you hadn't already heard it before, and if you had, I'm sorry that you had to hear it again, um, but yeah, um, I really want kids in the future, like, so bad, um, and I was thinking about it, I'm like, when, when's a good time for us to have kids, um, because, like, if Iowa passes an abortion restriction or an abortion ban, like, there's no fucking way I'm gonna have a kid in this state if they do that, like, it's way too fucking scary, um, so I hope that that doesn't happen, I really hope Iowa continues to protect abortion at some level, uh, because I would like to have a kid or two, um, I, yeah, um, I've thought about being child-free, and, uh, you know, the only reason why I had my abortions is because it wasn't the right time for me, and, um, I didn't want that kid to grow up with, a, a parent that had mental health issues, and also substance abuse issues, um, I mean, that's, and I didn't want that kid to grow up in, like, poverty either, um, so that's, like, literally the only reason, um, that I had those abortions, um, which sucks, you know, like, it sucks to, like, want kids, but, like, not be able to have them, um, just quite yet, um, but that's fine, (laughs) I guess, I don't know, and um, Tyler and I will 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 have a better discussion. I mean, when we when the time is right and 
when we think that the time is right and we're ready for that. Um, but that's it. I've been talking for a while. Um, I hope you guys all enjoy these little one-minute clips of interviews with people. Uh, I think they're pretty fun. And, um, yeah, I hope you guys have a good Saturday. So, what's your name? My name is Siri Felker. Okay, and um, how has Emma benefited you and like what kind of impact has it had on you? So, um, as a person who could become pregnant, I feel like it's a part of my access to health care. And um, I'm also a commissioner on the Human Rights Commission for Iowa City. And I strongly believe that, simply put, healthcare, or abortion is health care, and health care is a human right, and it's our goal to make sure that all of the people in Iowa City have their human rights protected. So um, feeling strongly that they have support and access is really important to me. Awesome. Okay, so uh, what's your name? My name is Susan Shalou. Okay, and um, how has the Emma Goldman clinic benefited your life or impacted your life? I guess Emma has impacted my life largely because I think about who I was 50 years ago um, as a college student here, uh, unable to access any kind of birth control, uh, women's health facilities were kind of non-existent. And knowing that Emma came into existence around that time and has benefited young women throughout its decades is so meaningful to me as a feminist, as a woman. Um, I have had abortions. I am grateful for that service. It's important to maintain our, our bodily autonomy and integrity, and this is just really, really important. And I know Emma's going to be here to fight for those rights. And I'm grateful for that. That's it. So, what's your name? Annie Tucker. And how has the Emma Goldman Clinic um, impacted your life? Well, um, in a number of ways. Number one, I um, got my prenatal care at Emma um, for two of my kids, and I found that it was much more thorough than the care I was getting at the I was doing both because I was going to Emma because I was also going to be having children with the midwives that you guys trained. So that was really remarkable. Wow. Those were both great moments. One in a trade in a student housing trade. So um, other ways that Emma has impacted my life, um, we used to get our condoms from you guys. It was cheaper, you know, and it <laughs> mostly worked and we have four kids. Um, is your name? Uh, my name is Ben Hassman. All right, and how has the Emma Goldman Clinic impacted or benefited your life? Um, 
when I was younger, I uh, was dating a woman who had been told by many doctors that she could never get pregnant, and so we were young and in love, and we weren't careful. And um, eventually, she became pregnant. We thought it was going to be ectopic because the doctors had told her that um, it was not, and uh, so we went to Emma Goldman, and we eventually decided to have an abortion there. Um, it was one that was that I still struggle with because it's something that um, I do not regret. It was uh, I think of it sometimes wistfully, um, sometimes gratefully, but it's something where um, I also get drawn into this sense that. I needed to justify it in certain ways, which isn't the case because it's healthcare. But um, it's something I carry with me a lot, and I'm extremely grateful for Emma Goldman um, and the support that they gave to my partner while it happened, um, while I sat there and held her hand as yeah, we went through it. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. All right. So, what is your name? My name is Ashley Lindley. Okay, and how has Emma Goldman impacted or benefited your life? Oh my gosh, so Emma Goldman has helped me in so many different ways. I moved here as a poor starving college student <laughs> in 2012. Uh, no insurance, no way to get any sort of the medical care that I needed, especially in terms of reproductive care. I'm a member of the LGBTQ community, so I've always been very hesitant about disclosing any issues that I may or may not be having when I go see the doctor for gynecological care and Emma Goldman has always just been so so incredibly understanding uh, several years ago I was sexually assaulted and I it had happened outside of the country and I came back into the States and I didn't know what to do but I knew that Emma Goldman always welcomed me with open arms so I scheduled an appointment was able to get in right away um, spoke with the wonderful nurse practitioner there and she was able to reassure me that I would get whatever care I needed there no matter what that looked like. So I was very thankful for the um, open inclusive atmosphere there. I was able to get tested for STIs without any charge to myself and had I been in a situation where I would have needed an abortion, I know that I would have been able to access that care there. Um, so I'm just so very thankful for everything they do for our community, and I'm always happy to support them in any way I can. All right, what's your name? Susan. Okay, and what does reproductive freedom mean to you? It means an opportunity for wealth and success and control uh, for women. What is your guys' names? I'm Matt. Travis. Okay, and what does reproductive freedom mean to you? I'd say it's allowing an individual to make a choice about their body. Uh, I would probably double down on that. It's just really uh, leaving those sorts of situations and uh, choices, uh, decisions for what they want to do with their own body and what's going to fit for their life. I assume that you both identify as men, correct? Yes. yes. So why is it important for men like you to speak up about these issues as well? I think to be an advocate, you know, certainly um, to help support and be there as a, as a vocal voice to be beside those individuals and support them. I think to do my best to be an ally uh, for, uh, and use what little privilege I personally have, I mean, as a white man, but uh, uh, 
to try to uh, support those that uh, will be harmed by the decisions that are being made right now for reproductive rights. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right, so what is your name? I'm Sheridan. Okay, and what does reproductive freedom mean to you? Uh, for me, it means like the autonomy over my body and like being able to choose uh, like if I want to be a mother, even if I want to like think about being a mother and being able to make those medical decisions for myself as well. Um, and then you work at Revival um, and you let us put on our bake sale in front of your store. Why do you think it's important for businesses to also be involved in the fight for reproductive freedom? Yeah, well, I mean, I could go on a whole thing and like the whole deal about capitalism and politics in this country and how, you know, we are a part of the capitalist market in a sense. But also, um, I think it's just really important for those people with a uh, platform and being a popular retail store in, a, in like a smaller town like Iowa City run by women. You know, we have a lot of great women and, um, you know, non-binary and non-conforming um, customers and it's really important that we use our platform to be loud and to like spread that loudness throughout the community as well and encourage others to be loud about it too and also just like take um, some level of responsibility in uh, really showing up for our community yeah okay awesome yeah all right so what is your name Kira and what does reproductive justice and freedom mean to you it basically means that my friends, I, if I ever need it, or anyone who ever needs it, will be able to do what they need for their bodies, do what they need for their career, do what they need for their family, anything like that. Um, and it just means that we're able to live our lives as we want to. Alright, uh, what's your name? My name is Margarita. Okay, and what does reproductive freedom mean to you? Reproductive freedom to me means just freedom to plan my future, freedom to like feel like my body is my own. Uh, it, it means like more gender equality. Uh, I don't know, like I think about uh, the stories of like women who have been like stuck because like of not being able to control their body reproductively and I've always been grateful that that hasn't been, been the case for me as someone who like doesn't primarily have sex with men, but I know that for other people it means like everything. So yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah.